and welcome to Trashy Trashy, where we take a dumpster dive on this week's garbage people and look at all the trashiest new stories. My name is Erica, and I am your host. My name is Cassandra, and I'm your other host. Good morning, Los Angeles. Morning, LA. (sighs) LA. We love it. I mean, we love LA. No, truly, truly, truly. (laughs) We love LA. You know what I, I don't love? And this, listen, I'll take my privilege hat, like my capital P privilege hat, like scarlet letter, but I have lived this week 37 plus hours without air conditioning. Okay. Hold on. I have to stop you in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You think that your privilege is a scarlet letter on you, on yourself? Isn't it? But it's the new scarlet I'm letter. I'm privileged. So now, <laughs> so now everyone looks at me like I'm a slut or whatever <laughs> the scarlet letters <laughs> that's very funny yeah that that's not good erica i don't know how you did that i don't know how you did it i don't know how your partner did it i don't know how your animals did it that's not good cuz this is we've we've been in a heat wave triple like digits a, oh yeah every day <coughs> oh my god help okay anyways go keep going I know I'm a scream sneezer, but that sounded like you were a cartoon mouse. <laughs> okay, so ever since I threw out um, scream sneezing, I can't live my life without mm-hmm. being accused of scream sneezing if I sneeze any louder than my normal mouseish mm-hmm. sc- sneeze. I was on the phone with my mom and I sneezed and she's like, that sounded like a scream sneeze. Mm-hmm. That's not what she sounded like. I'm perhaps, um, you know, editorializing to make myself sound better. But and then Taylor was like, that's a scream sneeze. And I'm like, you guys, please. Everybody's just walking around with a decibel counter just waiting for you. If your nose starts to wrinkle. They're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, whatever. Hey, I'm a public figure. I'm, go- I'm bound to make some enemies. Uh, OK, this is unrelated, but I. <laughs> I recently stumbled on a new Reddit, which is the gang stalking Reddit. Are you are you familiar with this concept of gang stalking? I have no idea what you're talking about. All right. <clears throat> so we did a conspiracy theory episode a couple mm. episodes back. Yeah. And one theory that permeates is that there is this thing called and, and has the CIA probably done things like this? Yes, but. There's this whole subreddit dedicated for people to discuss the fact that they think so gang stalking is essentially group LARPing, but with the intent to harm. So like if you were going about your day and you're like, everyone is looking at me or secretly recording me or everything in my life is being orchestrated and I'm the only one like like basically you're Truman showed, but the government or some some entity is doing it to you. So they're like, oh, I was being filmed by 30 people on the way to the grocery store today. And, uh, you know, the, this, but it's people discussing what they think is happening to them. And some of it, you're, it's so, it, it, you're like, this has to be the bit. Like people are making fun of them at this point. And then some people you're like, oh, this poor person, I want to help them so badly, like psychologically. <laughs> It's truly one of the most unhinged places in the internet. And I just want them all to like separate from each other. Cause I think they just feed into each other and it becomes this Ouroboros of like, oh, oh, they made you, you know, pay with a credit card to get onto the bus. They're tracking you. You know, it's, it's like, no, <laughs> it's just how society works now. Wait. So is it LARPing or is it? No, it's, it's paranoia. It's, like, it's paranoia. It's paranoia. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I can, I see. Okay. Very interesting. I couldn't see how your brain got there, but now I get it. Yeah. You're thinking about people following me around with a decibel counter. Yes, with the decibel counter to catch you scream sneezing. Yeah. What a fucking life, man, to just, I mean, like, first of all, it's, I'm thinking about like being so paranoid that the government's always watching you. I'm going to give everyone perhaps a dose of reality. They are. And (laughs) not really who you need to worry about. It's these big corporations that are also watching you right now. The government Please, is almost yeah. too incompetent to do anything about it. Yeah. Yes, no. they're watching. <laughs> if you're being like 
the image that's coming to my mind is like someone who's like very bulky and like strong in a tight fitting suit, quickly walking down a hallway to follow you. And then the government is like this, like kind of roundish person holding a bunch of papers, spilling their coffee, their pants are falling down, stumbling behind you as well. The, like the image, like Boris Johnson gives, like mm-hmm. he's, he's very smart. He always looks disheveled on purpose to make you think he's incompetent, but he's conniving. You know, the way he always had messy hair and his papers are all misheveled, but that's who you think. <laughs> like, that's who you think, you know, that that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Somebody like Boris Johnson following you down the hallway, you're like, ooh, but if the rock in a black suit's following you, like, oh, that's Facebook. Yeah. That's Facebook. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, babes. Yeah. Why, why are you trash? Cause I'm so glad that you asked. And actually- for the first time on Trashy Trashy, we have a guest correspondent. Who, what? Yeah. And we're, we're breaking the norm. And we have a special guest correspondent, longtime fan. Long, That's all that, that they are. It's just a fan. <laughs> Garrett Hondronostis is going to come on to the mic and tell a historical reason why I'm trash. Okay. Hi, so, Garrett. Welcome to the mic, Garrett. Thank you. Yes, I have. I'm so honored to to be here and to to tell such a lovely trashy story about my dearest Erica. Okay. So it's a historical trash. It was shortly after Erica moved to Los Angeles. She met some friends and I in Las Vegas, showed up in fishnets. I believe she's done a trash story about this already where she'd like had to pull over on the side of the road to pee and threw away her underwear when she got into the hotel room nope never heard that before (laughs) (laughs) so i guess we got a double whammy there (laughs) yes driving into vegas also this was i don't know if you've ever been in erica's car before but she's consistent to have anything you might need like pots and pans a microphone any any really anything but the trashy part see i gang stock part-time for a living so i need to have props yeah uh, man, I, I know this is not a story, but I am curious. Did you piss all over your panties? Like, why'd you have to throw them away? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I didn't. Okay. There was a wind. <laughs> and, and the drying, the drying didn't, you know, happen fully organically. And so it was a barrier that the underwear served between flesh and short. It just. All right. I just had to, they just had to go. They just had to go. But she didn't really announce it to anyone. We just walked into the bathroom and you see these like, also, I think she was severely dehydrated. Oh my God. (laughs) But the trashy story is we go to throw away, if you're going to throw away underwear, do it in the lobby. Or maybe put it in like toilet tissue, especially because we had just walked into the hotel room. So the trashy story the real trash. I didn't know it could get more trashy, <laughs> but we'd gone to dinner that night. Erica's like in fishnets. She's like, this is very LA. Like, I want people to think I belong here. And I'm like, we're in Las Vegas. Everyone's transient here. What do you mean you want to look like you fit in here? <laughs> so we're sitting next to these girls who were from Ohio. <laughs> Always. Ohio. We're enjoying our dinner. Erica's making it all about her at dinner. She hears them say Ohio. Mind you, Erica was in a sorority in, in college and thought they said Kayo. Screams over to their table, I'm a Kayo. And they just look look at us. And one girl looks back at us. Mind you, Erica and three three guys are just sitting there. And she said, I said Ohio. Like, I hate it here. <laughs> Can oh. we please leave this dinner? That's my trashy Erica story. I didn't realize oh, it was a two-parter. I thought she had told the part about pissing her panties. I think I, no. I think I had said I had stopped on the way to Vegas and beat on the side of the road. I just, I guess I had omitted some of the details. Thank thank you so much, Garrett. Thank you That's so much. That's fantastic. No, no follow-up questions. Thank you for your, your service, Garrett. You you are dismissed. Get off of here. No, no male voices on trashy, trashy right you now. You gotta, you gotta be careful with those Ohio people. They do scare easy. The so. Ohio State University. You know, Ohio, they like trademark, Ohio State University trademark the word like the, so they can be the Ohio State University. 
people are getting too wild. These lawyers need something to do in Ohio. The frailty, the frailty. Mm-hmm. Why, mm-hmm. why are you trash, my dear? So I was reviewing my, I just got new headshots kind of recently. So I had to put them up on uh, all the acting sites. Uh, if you don't know this, um, actors are robbed blind um, simply to exist. You can't go on auditions if your agents can't submit you on these websites and you can't be submitted on these websites unless you pay fucking 12 to 22 dollars per photo it's a it's a crackpot so every time you get new yeah every time you get new headshots it's like truly like at minimum a thousand dollar endeavor it's fucking insane tell you what i'm in the wrong business i should be fucking over actors rather than just being one but uh catch me in a walmart commercial so i you know like a lot of these sites will have different sections like you know where you put your sizes and you know a lot of them have uh, some sort of special skills section and there's always the joke of like actors, you know, like putting things on their special skills that they don't really know how to do, but they'll figure they can figure it out if the time comes because they just want to make themselves more appealing. I have been known to do that in the past. However, I am, you know, in my 30s now, I fear death more than ever before. And so I decided to kind of just like look over, see what, where are we at, you know, Things I found on my special skills. <laughs> Trampoline. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I like, I don't even know what that means. I honest to God must have been 21. I've been like, yeah, I've been on a trampoline. And just put that on there. Even though, God, if, if someone brought me in being like, oh, wow, like that plus size girl can do trampoline. <laughs> cool. <laughs> bring her ass in um <laughs> and like all of a sudden i break my neck in an audition right right i had another one jet skiing <laughs> again is me being like oh yeah i've been on a jet ski <laughs> as a, a passenger <laughs> never in my life have i driven a jet ski mm-hmm. also i'm pretty sure what i've been on is called a wave runner yeah. uh, <laughs> There's a seat. Actual jet skis kind of operate more like those like segways. Yeah, like the stand up. (laughs) I can assure you I've never done that before. (laughs) So I had to go and clean these up because I was like, I'm going to find myself in a world of trouble. I did leave on bodybuilding, though, because I was like, yeah, yeah, who cares? I can can throw some throw some weight. I I uh I got one time called in like a last minute for a commercial. It was a, I, I believe it was like a featured extra. I was on a volleyball team. Mm. I don't play volleyball. Yeah. I, this is when I was like better shape, but I've never been tall. <laughs> Doesn't matter what I've weighed. <laughs> I've never grown in height. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd put volleyball as because I, I was like, I'm very athletic. I play dodgeball very well, softball, but I guess I'd exaggerated my volleyball skills. <laughs> I was like, I played at the family picnic. I'm pretty killer. Anyway, <laughs> I got called in. My co stars are call it all played in college, some like training to be Olympians. Oh, shit. <laughs> it was as if. The joke was, look at these 5'11 plus volleyball players who look like Mia Hamm. Oh, that she's a soccer player. I don't, I it, it's she's an athlete. That's what she's that an is. athlete. I can't name one volleyball player, but look at these people and then look at the joke we cast. But they, I wasn't supposed to be a joke, I was supposed to be an athlete. I'm like that's five so seven, funny. and that's like one I tell the government. He <laughs> 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 was, it was, and you could see the director be like, but it was again, it was like day out, like they didn't have anybody else, and they were like, this is who we got, I guess. I don't know, stitch two shorts together. I don't know. To put t- her like, in the back. Put her in the back. Can you cut around her? <laughs> no, because we to her. We actually had to play a volleyball game and they were like the Olympian, you know, tryout basically were like teaching me how to play on the fly. Like, oh my no, you God. have to go here. It was, I mean, a, a check is a check and it cash baby, but it was humiliating. Hey, but you nailed it right on the head. <laughs> nailed it. That shit still pays. <laughs> that pays baby. You gotta, Did you I gotta work get with money that? for it. 
I've ever worked for that director again. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Who it paid the bills. Cares. The best thing I've ever put on my special skills, though, is good at apologizing. And is if that I ever an got option? Asked about, if I ever got asked about it, I say, oh, I'm I'm so sorry you read that. Funny. And seen. Very funny. Yes. Let's get into our stories. Let's get into our stories. Because we got a lot to talk about today. How are you not so famous? I know. I know. I know. Because that was a read. I mean, that was like Shakespeare. Uh I'm I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry you read that. How did that make you feel? And then it's like we're in a new scene. Brilliant. I know. Didn't that feel good? Didn't that feel good? Hey, so speaking (laughs) Speaking of of feeling uh, good, (laughs) we're making money. Our first story comes to us from InsideTheMagic.net. Oof, that sounds like a Disney adult website if I'd ever heard one. Mm -hmm. Or is it anti-Disney adult? Well, I think it's it's a Disney adult and this is a Disney adult film star. Okay, so yes, an adult film star was making explicit content and shuts down the Disney ride. Oh my God. You know, if it's not a rain delay, it's someone giving a blowjob. Every time, you know, I <clears throat> one week a year, one week a year, I get to take my kid. I work all year. We, we have Disney Plus. We work out <laughs> and we take the kids to Disney World. We just want to go on. A, it's a small world. And I got to watch somebody giving a blowy. Well, we're in the room with all the multicolored little dolls singing. I mean, people pay thousands to get their family all in there. Disneyland and Disney World are fucking expensive. If you don't know this, I'm telling you straight. And this is someone who gets this California resident discount. This place is a fucking fortune to go to. Everybody who you see who's like, oh, man, they must go to Disneyland a lot. They have passes. It's the only way. Or Mm -hmm. they're millionaires. Yes. So uh, is a ride at Disney World, Florida. This person was doing a TikTok video, which I didn't know you could do porn porn on TikTok. But she was uh, under the sea on the under the sea journey of Little Mermaid. And she was getting. Oh, what happened? Was she doing it on camera? Or she just was like, story time. I'm a fucking nightmare. I can't see. I, the video's been taken down. So we don't <clears throat> know. She then has shared after that she was banned following the incident. Was it fucking worth it? You know? Was like, it worth it? Yeah. What? Like, come on. Yeah. You're at Disneyland. It's go have a corn dog. There's nothing sexual. <laughs> that was funny, Erica. <laughs> There's nothing sexual about Disneyland to me at all. No, but except for the Hall of Presidents, because Warren Van Buren, mm, that man can get it. Oh my! I'm just kidding. All right. Speaking of can get it, and <laughs> let's get into our next story. And let's get into just our next story. Hot tip for me. Yeah, yeah. As someone who's getting married and, oh, it's going to be, it's less than six months now, Erica. (laughs) From HuffPost.com, you can now create a pizza wedding registry with Domino's. For the cheesiest couples, as a wedding guest, it can be tough to decide on a gift for the newlyweds that they'll actually use. But this one's a guaranteed winner and it doesn't cost much dough. Oh, that's fun editorial. That's Mm -hmm. fun. That's, that's fun why, stuff. That's, yeah, jur- journalism school. Journalism school. Mm-hmm. So the wedding registry, couples can request the gift of pizza before, during, or after their big day. This may be the, e- uh, <clears throat> the cheesiest wedding decision you'll ever make. I'll tell you what, I don't want anyone to send me a Domino's pizza the day before my wedding. I don't even know if I'll be eating because I'll probably be so nervous. Day of my wedding, I'm paying thousands that day to keep people fed and uh, and liquored up if you order a pizza i might honestly get into physical altercation with you but the next day Mm -hmm. oh my god perfect timing for a domino's pizza it's my number one hangover food oh my goodness i uh, i've had never had pizza on the day of a wedding i have a nugget like little nuggets chicken nuggets midway through a day Mm -hmm. clutch Smart, smart. Yeah. It's really hard. You know, like I feel like every bridal arena that I've been in, you know, like as a bridesmaid or something getting dressed, never enough food that day. Never. No. Always just 
a pallet of Costco croissants and a couple pieces of fruit. And they're like, good luck, girls. Good luck, and gals. Like, and, and you've been champagne. drinking since 11. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Just, so, just a sip here, just a sip there. But those sips add up. They, especially when you're not eating. I, I hope to I hope to break that cycle, but I can't make any promises because it's not yeah. going to be my day. Well, it well, is my day. It's not my day to choose food. Before my sister's wedding, 45 minutes before the ceremony, a shit ton of little little tin like little chicken nuggets came in and i mean it was it was like a game of hungry hungry hippos like you just watched the plate <laughs> it was like a giant platter and you just went you just watched bump, 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 like a stop motion video <laughs> there was a hilarious. full platter half platter quarter platter all gone <laughs> just devoured it like piranhas shout out to ashley reardon we had a we had a little bit of a breakfast that morning but i I knew I needed more. I needed like a sandwich. And so I had Taylor bring one and he brought a couple things for some people. And we tried to make Ashley eat Mm -hmm. and she did her best, but there is a, uh, I think a adrenaline thing that's happening where like, she said on the day of her wedding that uh, her husband looked at her and said, this tastes like sand, like the food. Oh, <laughs> The food was awesome at the wedding. So it's like, there's just, I think something that happens, there's yeah. too much adrenaline and you yeah. can't taste food. You don't crave food. <laughs> it's just too crazy. I don't know. I'll tell you guys all about it when it happens. Yeah. I think I might be fine. I might be uh, eating just fine. <laughs> if I know, if I know me, but who knows, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Speaking of uh, who knows, but sky law is a different kind of law. Absolutely. It's it's above martial law even. It's crazy. So uh, our next story comes to us from news3lv.com. Pilot threatens to turn plane around if passengers don't stop exchanging nudes. How does, how did it get so bad that he found out, you know, (laughs) or she, or shame she, on me. Shame. shame on me. Women can be pilots. If you if you don't clean up your room, I'm going to tell your other parent. <laughs> and it's like, all right, tell him. And it's like, no, I'm going to tell grandma or grandpa. And it's like, all right, tell him. And it's like, no, who, who, where does the check stop? You know, like, who do you need to escalate to? <laughs> So this is now Southwest Airlines pilot threatening to turn around and return to the gate because they there was people sending unsolicited nudes to each other. They were just airdropping to each other. A hot tip, instead of turning the plane around, just turn off your airdrop. But also, why don't we just get the person, like this sounds like it just got out of control. It sounds like there was multiple people who must have been doing it. If it's just one weirdo, who won't stop sending nudes. I mean, this is horrible. It would be a horrible violation of, of consent. I would hate to receive, but also I, I would, the, so the TikTok user made a video of the announcement of the pilot and, you know, just, but they just kind of feel on the top of heads, but I'm like, was there just like a group of like ASU hats sitting together? Uh-huh. It's like, well, that's who's doing it. <laughs> like I, I wanted I really want to analyze the footage. The flight was going to Cabo, so it's very possible. It's possible, right? Just wait until you get to Cabo. You're taking Southwest Airlines to Cabo. I don't even think that they serve booze to people on Southwest anymore. (laughs) They're too rowdy. They're too rowdy. That's so crazy. So an incident took place where the plane took, before the plane took off, a passenger received a nude. The passenger complained to the flight attendant and then the flight, oh, so the light, flight attendant just kind of like narked right away. I mean, still, don't ever airdrop someone a nude picture. That is fucking disgusting. I've heard of that happening to friends of mine where they randomly get airdrops of penises on planes. This is an epidemic, to say the least, but good on this pilot to uh, tell everyone if you want to get to Cabo and show that shit off for real, mm-hmm. you better knock it off. Yeah. Knock that shit off, man. Knock that shit off. Have you ever left your airdrop on in public and received anything unsolicited? Uh-uh. I have got the the warning that it's like I, I had my airdrop on in public without, you know, realizing it. And then somebody sent me a 
an airdrop and it was something along the lines of like, Ooh, you got your airdrop on in public. You're going to get caught. It was like a, I guess they airdrop it, pub, you know, like it, it was a meme, a joke, but it was like, this could have been a nude kind of thing. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, airdrop off. Did you appreciate it or did it annoy you? Cause that would just annoy me. I'd be like, okay, thanks. Like fuck off. Yeah. A little bit of both. Uh, but I also, I also wanted, cause I'm sure I read it and then looked up, you know, and scanned my mm-hmm. eyes around. I'm sh- I, I want to know if I like locked eyes with anybody, you know, I can't remember if I made like eye contact or somebody was just like clocking who looks up, you know, I'm like, did I give someone satisfaction that day of knowing that I read it? Yeah. Anyway. I used to work for a company freelance writing. It was like a company that made apps for youths, teenagers, Mm -hmm. and like, you know, like those kinds of apps that you get weird uh, advertisements for where it's an interactive sort of choose your own adventure. Like you can pretend like you're texting with a fake person, whatever kind of shit. And so I wrote one of those, which BTW, even though you think you're in control of choosing your own adventure, you aren't. But I was writing, I was pitching one and one of them was the meat cute of it all was that this person, this like really cute guy, like airdrops you like his phone number or something like that, or airdrops you in a, at a coffee shop being like, Hey, like I'm leaving, but you know, like I had to talk to you, like, you know, and then you have a conversation with this like stranger and the air and the airdrop was the meet cute. And everyone really liked that idea, but you know what, this was 2015. So mm-hmm. seven years ago, airdrop probably wasn't good meet cute. Now it's just a way to get an unsolicited dick on a Southwest flight. Oh boy. Well, you know what else is a great way to get something unsolicited on a flight? It's just be really, really good looking. Totally, totally. And so, you know, this woman, she was arrested for being so good looking. Mm-hmm. From insider.com. A woman arrested at Las Vegas airport told officers it must be because she's so good looking. A 28 year old woman was arrested last week after she was accused of skipping a restaurant tab. A police officer, a police report obtained by local media said she said that the officers or she told uh, eight news now in Las Vegas that the officers arrested her because they'd never seen anyone as good looking of her as her and accused them of harassing her. Yeah, that's what it was. You're just super, super hot. Not because you left the Chili's without paying your tab. Of course it was a Chili's, babe. Of course. Is that an airport? It's a Chili's. (laughs) Do you know the comedian that had his birthday at Chili's in the airport? I do do know that comedian. Love that. So there was uh, somebody... This comedian, uh, he, Moses, Storm. Moses Storm, he set his birthday to set place in an airport Chili's and he sent out like a big Facebook event and people like RSVP. Mm-hmm. So he filmed it and he showed up to the bought a cheap airport ticket, showed up to the airport Chili. And then, you know, the waitress was, he was like, oh, I'm, I'm expecting, you know, like, you know, like 50 people. They RSVP to my birthday on Facebook. And so no, you know, nobody showed. <laughs> it was a it was a big it was a big bit it was a bit yeah, this but, was a chilies that you couldn't get into without an airport ticket yeah and yeah i think it, it went viral he did what he wanted to do he went yes. viral yes and i think that's the day facebook events died <laughs> <laughs> truly yeah. so uh, needless to say this woman was belligerent with officers <laughs> yeah and all of the things that you would expect yeah speaking of near belligerent i went to a restaurant last night in los angeles Bakari, wonderful place, like Mediterranean tapas with like American style food, you know, fries, steak, all sorts of things. But one of the options that they have is a 90 minute open bar of beer and wine or liquors. And man, did do they? Do they, do they, do they? Our waiter was also the one that was like, hey, here's your drink. And I'm just, what do you want for the next one? Just in case the bar gets backed up. And I was like, great. But they don't start your timer until your first drink arrives. And I, like the little garbage person I am, when our first drink hit the table, I, under the table, 
hit start on a stopwatch. How could you have known? How could you have known that they were going to be honest with it? You have to, you have to, you have to, I just don't know. I was like, I I just don't, I don't want to get in a situation where I'm speaking to the manager that I've been cut off after an hour, 21 minutes and not given my full one hour and 30 minutes of unlimited beer and wine. Sure. But I, I just want to have proof if so. I mean, Cassandra, it's like an open air restaurant, like, and mm-hmm. people are said it super close to us, but the escalation, it was as if Garrett, who you heard on the mic and we're in a rep, it was the Eric and Garrett players. <laughs> Welcome oh to dinner theater. <laughs> Thank you all for attending, buying a ticket to the show. <laughs> That's you being like, okay, man, we're, your time is up. Yeah, you like gave me 60 minutes. Right. You're cut off. <laughs> there is an asterisk that's like, we were we reserve the right to at any point say you're done. Hilarious. <laughs> and, and the lights flickered at one point in dinner. It was as if <laughs> we had an earthquake Garrett like ripped the table I'm telling on him now I'm telling on him he like ripped the table and was like ah and it was I was like Garrett you're gonna get us kicked out you it was incredible it was truly incredible but they they stuck to their word and they I even stuck in at a minute 28 I was like can you bring us one last round of rosé did we need it absolutely not but they honored their word and served us for a full 90 minutes. Bakari, amazing deal. Yeah. Great. Yes. It's, it's, it's quick in the podcast, but we have a lot to cover. So are you ready? I've truly never been more ready. It's time for the dumpster fire of the week. Oh my God. We could even consider this to be a dumpster dive because we're going to cover it's, it's a, it's a long one. Okay. But if you've been on TikTok or Instagram or the internet, or just had your ears facing out a window, you may have heard that there's a lot of drama going on with the movie. Don't worry, darling. This is a movie starring Florence Pugh in Harry Styles and directed by Olivia Wilde, but they're doing like film festivals and everything. And holy shit, there's a lot of drama and we are addicted to it. Truly, truly. We had to get we had to get our little raccoon paws on, in on this, so I guess let's we can just kind of break it down a little bit with a timeline. Absolutely, it's kind of like three. I would say three main parts. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, part one, I suppose, would be that in 2020 that this movie was even happening. So this script has been on the blacklist for a couple of years. I read this script a few years ago. Like it's, mm-hmm. this was a, people were fighting over this mm-hmm. script. People were very mm-hmm. excited to get it. So when Olivia Wilde got it, she was coming off of just directing book smart and everyone was like, that was so fucking good, you know, whatever. And so she got the script and she casts Florence Pugh, who was from black widow and from midsummer. And you've seen Florence Pugh. She's, she's Big movie star. Little Women. Right. And she casts Shia LaBeouf, who we all know and have a complicated relationship with. And we're excited about it. This is a big deal, right? Yeah. Until all the shit about Shia LaBeouf comes out from his ex-girlfriend, musician FK Twigs, about how abusive he was and all this kind of... It's it's not good. It's It's... Pretty bad stuff. We don't have to get into the details of yeah. that. But Shia then allegedly got fired from this movie. Olivia Wilde came out and said that she fired Shia and that her, you know, her main priority was Florence Pugh's safety and everyone else's safety. And she has a quote, no asshole policy on her set. So she fires Shia LaBeouf, recasts with one of the biggest rock stars in the world. Harry Styles, an actor, we don't know. He's only been in like one or two movies and like they're small parts, but 
He's and got a big part in, in this one. An episode of, of iCarly or something. Right, 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 right. Yeah. 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 yeah Dunkirk. He had like two lines. Yeah. iCarly and now leading man. It's, it's yes. the, everyone's progression. Yeah. Of course, every, every, every actor experiences that I'm going to be, a, I'm going to be a lead the movie anytime now. So Florence, very active on the internet. She's promoting the shit out of like getting ready to start this movie. She was so excited. She's writing these things like, you know, Olivia Wilde's one of my heroes. I can't wait. Blah, 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 blah. So that's, that's the beginning, but then things start rumbling a little bit yeah. uh, in the personal lives of our, of our characters here. Yes. Uh, Florence is very active. Miss Flo is very active on the social media. You know, she, she posted heavily at the beginning towards the end, her social kind of painted a different picture. So there was a feud rumor between Olivia and Florence, it began to bubble. So Florence made an Instagram post at the end of filming and failed to mention Olivia, the director, in any capacity. She shared, she shared a selection of, you know, behind the scenes photos in February, 2021. She heaped praise on other crew members and their roles in Don't Worry Darling with an incredibly lengthy caption, but again, completely omitted the director, Olivia Wilde. So she hasn't discussed it really in any capacity since. And this is again, going to be a very big movie and she's the lead. She's made one grid post that was very, I felt like the studio obligated me to post this. She shared a teaser trailer and it just had the caption. Not everyone gets this opportunity dot, dot, dot. Not long now explanation only in theater september 24th hashtag don't worry darling so if you dig deep on like what what happened with this feud turns out this is all alleged you know harry styles harry styles comes on and florence and harry you know who are playing husband and wife develop a nice little relationship nice little friendship buddy buddy whatever the fuck it was because they're playing husband and wife and apparently Allegedly, Olivia Wilde gets a little jealous about this. Now, Olivia Wilde was engaged for like seven years to Jason Sudeikis. They have kids together, two kids, I think. Mm-hmm. And that relationship breaks up. Jason Sudeikis plays Ted Lasso. He was on SNL for a long time. That relationship breaks up. And then she starts dating Harry Styles. Just a quick side note that has nothing to do with all this, but Jason Sudeikis did serve her custody papers while she was on stage for some other film festival. He said that he didn't know when they were going to get served, but they got got served to her while she was literally like on stage at a festival. It it was, it's fucking gnarly, just dirty, dirty drama. The director and Harry Styles are dating. And allegedly when Jay, prior to this moment, Jason and the kids would show up. And from what I've heard, allegedly, the, the the set would have to act as if everyone cast crew would have to act as if Harry and Olivia are not just fucking all over the place. And it created a very like, like lie, lie for me tension amongst everyone. Yeah. So basically there's just been some issues where a lot of people are saying like, Oh, Florence is mad because the director was distracted with her fucking little new relationship with Harry Styles that she wasn't directing the movie. And people said that Florence had to step up and take a lot more active roles and whatever, which I sounds a little crazy, but fine. So now fast forward to now we're in 2022, right? Yeah. The, the trailer comes out and in the trailer, there's a quick shot of Harry Styles going down on Florence Pugh. And every like, you know, pseudo feminist fucking Instagram account all of a sudden is like, yes, female pleasure, whatever. And Olivia Wilde's like, I show female pleasure and blah, blah, blah. Like she's fucking eating it up. She's like, I'm a feminist. Look at, I showed this in my trailer, blah, 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 blah. If you break down what the movie's about, this is actually super fucked up, but I won't get into that. But Florence Pugh 
doesn't seem to be comfortable with all this. Yeah, she's kind of fought, fought back at the hi- discomfort with the hypersexualization of the movie and the promotion of the movie, kind of, you know, just saying it, it, what it boils down to just these, like, you know, just your sex scenes. Yeah, she told Hyper's Bazaar, when it's reduced to your sex scenes or to watch the most famous man in the world go down on someone, it's not why we do it. It's not why I'm in the industry. Yeah. So basically I didn't join this movie so that this trailer could come out and that be all what it's about. And like, so then since then a lot of these like big hyper feminist or whatever, like pseudo feminist Instagrams are like, Oh, uh, LOL. Just kidding. We didn't know. And like, everyone is backtracking. Everyone is backtracking. Cause everyone. they're like, Oh fuck. We didn't realize. So that's fueling this Florence mm-hmm. and Olivia drama, not to mention the fact that like a bunch of them were on like a cover on multiple covers of a magazine and Florence posted everyone's cover on her story, except Olivia's like this shit is fucking obvious that they hate each other. And also Shia LaBeouf is trying to rehab his image because he's been sober now for over two oh. years. Mm-hmm. And Olivia is still claiming, you know, blah, blah, blah. I fired him. I fired him. I fired him. Shia LaBeouf. Oh yeah. That's when she goes to, she does an interview with variety and says, yeah, I fired him. No asshole policy. And Shia LaBeouf is like, okay, I can't do this anymore because you're fucking like ruining my career. Like beyond what, mm-hmm. beyond what, you know, the FK twigs things happened. And I'm, and I'm so sorry about that. And I wasn't, I'm, you know, I'm not claiming that any of that stuff was true, but at the same time, like I'm not in a position to deny it because everyone knows I'm a belligerent alcoholic, like blah, blah, blah. He's like, but you didn't fire me from this fucking movie. Yeah. And he comes with receipts. Receipts. He's got text messages, emails, a video, video, a video of Olivia Wilde begging him to not quit the movie. He quit the movie by himself because they weren't allowing enough rehearsal time to what he th- felt like he needed. Yeah. He was like, he's like, I, I can't do it. Like you're not, you're not letting me rehearse enough. So I'm going to quit the movie. She's begging him. And in this video, she refer- refers to Florence as Miss flow as in Miss flow maybe needs to have a reality check or something like that. And blaming Florence for, why Shia wants to quit. Mm-hmm. It's not good. Not good look after she's made this whole very adamant multiple public statements. Again, Olivia Wilde, socialite turned actress director. From her parents have a long time relationship with variety. So for her to have come out in this publication with these statements multiple times, have a cover story about this huge yes so now you're getting caught up to this last weekend at the venice film festival premiere this is the this movie premiered at this specific festival the everyone is begging florence to go apparently like Florence doesn't want to go at all she doesn't want to go to the premiere she doesn't fucking care her pr people everyone is begging her to go she finally agrees to do the carpet yeah. and, but no interviews. I yeah. think she does like one. So she shows up looking bomb. Everyone oh. else who's in the movie is there. Yes. I mean, uh, insanely gorgeous. She's, she's a shorter legged person. And as am I, and my God, I was like, you can make short legs work. Like, yeah. like it, you have to look at the photo. She's stunning. So yeah. So again, it, she was like, oh, she can't attend the uh, Q&As and all these things being held that, you know, the press conferences because she's filming Dune 2 in Budapest. And so she's like, she's the this star shit. of the movie. Star and they're coming the up with this shit. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, and, and Olivia's like, I know how destructive it is to have, you know, my, an actor gone for even just one day. So we're so grateful she can be here for any of this, you know? So this is happening. Meanwhile, everyone arrives to the Venice film festivals in water taxis. It's, in, it's incredible. Like if you watch any of the footage, it's, it's just truly incredible. So the press conferences is, is happening. She arrives before that press conference is even done filming. And 
purple Valentino, like just head to toe, like a bandana print purple Valentino with an Aperol spritz in hand, not a goddamn care in the world, waltzing in while they're claiming she can't make it due to filming in Budapest. Hilarious. <laughs> it's incredible. Like she ain't filming. So they're on the carpet. They do the carpet. Like Florence and Olivia are on completely opposite sides of the group of people. Olivia and Harry also are not like really interacting at all. At all. Um, so we don't know if their relationship is still happening. You got Chris Pine, you got Nick Kroll, like you got all these other people who are in this movie who are fantastic. Yeah, you got I'm sorry. Yeah. Jimmy Chan. Um, yeah, yeah. Yes, it's, yes. Yeah. So then <laughs> there's the movie plays or whatever. And Harry, I don't know where the fuck they were, but they were in the theater. And this is like probably the biggest thing that certainly you must have heard of where there's footage. First of all, Harry and Harry Styles and Nick Kroll kiss, which is like, whatever. Cool, I guess. And then like Harry returns to his seat, which is next to Chris Pine. And when Chris Pine's sitting on the between other side, him and Olivia. Yeah, between him and Olivia Wilde. And as he's sitting down, it looks like to the entire internet, it looks like Harry Styles spits on Chris Pine. Chris, he like you see Harry look like he's spitting. Chris stops clapping, looks down to where the spit allegedly landed, kind of like makes a face of <laughs> okay, he fucking spit on me. Olivia Wilde is like, okay. And so like, it looks for all intents and purposes, people are swearing up and down. He didn't spit on him. He didn't spit. Chris just dropped his glasses, blah, blah, Dude, too much of it lines up to look exactly like he spit on him. I don't care what people are saying. Chris Pine's publicist put out a statement the next day that said, that's absolutely absurd. It didn't happen. If you, I mean, they're. Footage at different angles has been surfacing. (laughs) Slow-mo, I've zoomed in. My theory is that the queen died because she didn't want another war between the U.S. and Britain to happen because of this. That must be what it was. I'm not, I can't live through another one of these. This is, I've got to, I can't go. I I mean, it's (laughs) brutal. It's brutal. So I, my new theory is that there's some inside joke between, something happened and it's some inside cheeky joke between Chris and Harry. And Chris, like, you know, like how, you know, like, like grown men will play like tag, sure, you know, but like for years or something, maybe that's just the plot of a movie, but, or, you know, there's something where it's like, oh, you got me in public, but I can't get you back. But you, we both know you got me good, but I can't do anything back because we're in front of all these people, but damn, you got me good. I think something like that happened and. And Chris couldn't retaliate. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, maybe. I Like, who knows? I don't think Harry's upset at Chris. I think Chris is like the neutral. I just show up and do my fucking job. I'm a nice guy. I'm a professional. I am the... I am the aunt keeping this family together. I didn't ask for this. I know. I feel so bad for like the supporting cast, like the Gemma Chan, the Nick Krolls and the Chris Pines of it all who like did you, did you are just like, Krolls okay. Insta- yeah. Uh, TikTok. I sent it to you. Oh, you did. <laughs> yeah. I, Nick I, Kroll and Gemma Chan or some, I think are in a limo and driving through a crowd of people being like, this is what it's like to not to just be supporting characters in the movie. All these people are like looking in their limo and then looking out disappointed when they realize that's not Harry Styles. They're like, like not, us, <laughs> not him, not Harry, not Chris, not no, Olivia, okay. not Florence. <laughs> they're just waving and they're like, not, not the ones you want. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So, I mean, some other just kind of like side notes about this is that there was an interview. Uh, they were doing press at the Venice film festival and Harry Styles just like, his description of the movie is I like this because it feels like a movie, like a real movie, the kind like you get up and go to the theater to see a movie. So that's his, that's his review on the film he's in is it feels like a movie. Meanwhile, Uh, Chris Pine is just sitting there straight face. Like looks like he's disassociating. 
he yeah he truly looks like he's leaving his body for a moment and will return when her harry styles is done talking about how the movie feels like a movie feels like a movie current <sighs> rotten tomato score is 42 percent as of this recording it was 36 percent yesterday so i guess it's doing better look I don't know. I mean, this movie, this script was, they were fighting over it because it was going to be like, people thought it was going to be an Oscar contender. That's how good this script was. Again, like I said, I read it a long time ago. It's fucking sick. But we're just going to have to see if all this drama off screen translated on screen to a point where the movie is no longer good. Also, like, who made the decision to cast Harry? Maybe Harry Styles is a good actor. I don't know. But like, Mm -hmm. Shia LaBeouf, I don't want to justify because he's got a lot of problems. He's working on himself, whatever. I don't want to sound like I'm defending him. Shia LaBeouf is a fantastic actor. Mm -hmm. So it's an interesting choice. Like his casting and Florence Pugh has won an Oscar? Question mark? Nominee? Nominee? Either way, she's good at acting as well. Two, two, uh, BAFTA winner for sure. And she's been nominated for an Academy Award. Okay. I knew, I knew something in there, but this is just, it's been dominating drama. Um, we just changed ourselves into a pop culture podcast essentially for this, Mm -hmm. but we had to, we had to talk about it. It's, it's so incredibly, and like Florence hasn't said anything directly, absolute nothing. No, she had one somebody asked her some she answered one question on the red carpet and she's like i think it's something along the line i'm paraphrasing something along the lines i think it's beautiful when women can say no on camera and off camera yeah everything she's done has been very veiled she said nothing directly she has absolutely won the pr war and olivia time after time has come out as a liar unfortunately like she has blown up her reputation over this. I know and it's it's kind so of a sad. It's a bummer. Because, yeah, like Booksmart is fucking awesome. Like, and she Olivia Wilde has been doing all kinds of things to kind of, you know, talk about equality. Like she hosted this thing a long time. I think this was her. So if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. But I think she was one of the people who hosted this live stage reading of the movie American Pie, but everyone, all the male roles were writ- were read by females and vice versa. And then the male actors talked about how it felt afterwards because they realized that all of the male characters were the ones that had the good lines. And like, you know, she's been trying to do all these kinds of things. So for this all to blow up seemingly because she wanted to date Harry Styles. I mean, I guess it's deeper than that because she was blaming Florence for Shia LaBeouf quitting, even though that wasn't Florence's fault, but like either way, like this is, I mean, this is thrashing her reputation, her PR team. All they keep doing is telling her, Oh, they must be because all she does is praise Florence and talk about how great it is. And Mm -hmm. also talk about like, how, you know what, the media is going to blow this up and do blah, 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 blah. Like she's really sticking strong to like everything you guys are like theorizing about is just theory. And what you're talking about isn't real. I think she's hoping that the movie speaks for itself. Yeah. Because look, I mean, male, there's male directors out there who have horrible reputations as horrible people and And they never stop working. Director dating their star. That's never happened in the male dominated world yet like it's very very common so we'll see we'll see how this goes i mean i'm not certainly don't feel like i'm rooting for olivia wilde but i do feel bad that a you know prominent female director's uh reputation is being blown the fuck up now before we jump off of this subject Mm -hmm. just a quick question Mm -hmm. do you think all of this pr is a stunt to, to promote the movie it's too it's too well done. It, it, no, it would be the most brilliant. And Olivia would be putting so much on the line. Like her reputation is truly damaged. Like, no. That's true. Yeah. Okay. I think I I think I agree with you. I think it's a little too messy and the, there's too many players involved that you yeah. can't control. Like yes. Olivia Wilde, I think can be controlled by her PR team and is Florence. I think 
a little bit can, but also like that's all she's doing is not saying shit. So her elusiveness mm-hmm. is more is like the most effective PR that she could possibly do rather than getting involved in the meat of mm-hmm. it. And like the Shia LaBeouf thing, like he's like his PR team probably doesn't even exist at this point. You know, like, no, it's, it's so him fighting for like, I'm fighting for my fucking yeah, life. He's out fighting there. for Fight. his fucking life. And then yeah. there's been things talking about how Harry Styles is a rock star, not an actor. So he's not easy to control either. Like rock stars, PR teams, musicians, PR teams operate differently than actors, PR teams. So yeah. I think you're, I, yeah, there's just, it, it feels way too messy to be calculated, especially when it's all coming at the expense of Olivia, potentially Olivia Wilde's directing career. Yeah. That's the issue. It's yeah. So crazy shit man yeah. yeah i mean i'm gonna see the fuck out of this movie i i would have without all this mm-hmm. like, like i because again like the script is great but i just don't look at olivia wilde the same like she's in the movie and i'm like yeah. yeah my my thing is my favorite little like was the spit that was killing me but now my favorite little moment from all this is so the video of Olivia trying to coax Shia back into the video. She calls her Miss Flo. Well, <laughs> Olivia Stylus <laughs> captioned a video, a photo of her from the film festival, Miss Flo. Florence is stylist. Florence is stylist. Not, mm-hmm. not Olivia stylist. Oh, I'm sorry. Florence Oli- is stylist. Olivia's not acknowledging that no. video at all. Absolutely not. She's pretending like that. She's putting her fingers in her ears and saying, la, 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 la. I didn't record that while I was driving. Yeah, no, after riding my horse. But so, but then if you zoom in and look at more of her glam team, all of their shirts say Miss Flo. Oh, yeah. Florence is fucking in it. Like, she's, she's very internet savvy. And so, yes. while she is not saying anything in interviews about this, she is saying more than enough mm-hmm. online, calling herself Miss Flo, buying her t- glam team Miss Flo t shirts. And just really like taking back that nickname that Olivia gave her while she was trying to drag her through the mud to get Shia LaBeouf back on the movie. Like she's like, okay. And everyone on the internet is like Miss Flo, Miss Flo, Miss Flo. So, you know, you you take a, make it lemonade, real, real expensive, good lemonade out of lemons. Truly, It's like the modern speak softly, but carry a big stick. Like she truly is that. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you hoarding? Let's get yes. these people out of here. Let's get them, let's get them on their way. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. You know, I, <laughs> I'm hoarding a 90 minute open bar. If done right. <laughs> of course. It's a delight. It's a challenge and it's a boundary. You know, it's, it's, it's all of those things. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's like, okay, here's your limit time-wise, but also physically. Sure. Uh, it's a challenge. Like what? Well, I got to make my money's worth, you know, yeah. like a, a cost of one drink versus how much was it? $30. Are you shitting me? Yeah. And one glass of wine, That's two cocktails was That's $10. Two glasses of wine. Yeah. Yeah. 10 to $15 was one glass of wine. So I said, absolutely. Even if we just had three at max, it would have been worth it. Bakari. Bakari sponsor me. I'll be your ambassador. Anyway, loved it. Let me ask you something. Is it Bakari or Barkari? I think it's I'm dumb. Probably Barkari. I don't know. I'm not Who good. knows? Who, Who knows? knows? Once I'm the ambassador. Yeah. yeah. Once I'm the ambassador, I'll know for sure. For sure. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. And it's just a goddamn delight. It's just a goddamn delight. So yeah. A 90 you know, minute open bar. Brilliant concept. What's interesting about that too, is it like, because most of us only encounter open bars when we go to weddings, but when mm-hmm. you're encountering an open bar at a wedding, you're also like dancing and there's like mm-hmm. other shit going on. You weren't dancing. I mean, this was a station. This is like the bottomless mimosas, but of the night. Sitting. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Dinner. Yeah. Anyway, what are you hoarding? I'm hoarding sometimes like when we don't like want to commit to a show, you know, or something at night, Taylor and I will put on these, uh, YouTube, little YouTube videos. The channel is called Ted Ed. Uh, it's, it's 
sponsored by the people who bring you the TED Talks, but the TED Ed ED videos on YouTube, they're like five minutes long and they all have different subjects of like, why don't humans have fur like animals do? Mm. Or why do we dream? Or why do we cry? Or just little little kind of who's it's and what's it's, uh, the history, the evolution of marriage, like things like that. Just quick little five minute animated things that kind of just explain things to you. I love them. They're just, it's just a cute way to pass like some time. And so we were watching them yesterday and we've, we've hit them before, but yeah, if you're just like bored and you don't really like want to commit to something on like Hulu or Netflix, just Mm -hmm. pop on YouTube, look up a Ted Ed video and, you know, kill, kill 15 minutes, whatever you want to do. Love. Love that. Yeah. 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 What are you throwing out? Yeah. The thing I'm throwing out in the year of our Lord 2022 is just being a billionaire bootlicker on social media LinkedIn, Twitter, anywhere, any billionaire. I don't care if they've, you know, been the queen for however long they were or whatever it is. Like just (laughs) billionaires are not going to like pick me Twitter for billionaire and royalty. They're not going to see this. They're not going to go, oh, that's one of the good pores. Let me pluck them up and help. Like they don't need you defending them. That they have all their money to keep them comfort. It's totally fine. It drives me that insane. Anyway, we we got um an email at my company being like because uh, we have the offices in London and Australia and stuff, and they were like, you know, our deepest sympathies to the royal family in their time of pain. And I'm like, do you think Harry fucking works here? Like, yeah. why are you sending out a company wide email? about to them. Uh, look they're not going to see this they're not going to see this i we don't you're talking about the queen yeah yeah yeah, yeah you're talking about the pointedly yeah yeah look we're not we don't live in the uk so obviously it's not going to hit us the same and we just kind of don't get it the same but <laughs> i just i don't know why i've like uh I I have to be careful. I don't want people to like come at me and think that I'm a fucking asshole by being like, I kind of just don't care. Like she was 96. It's very sad. But look, what she, look what she represents. Nope. Cassandra, stop. Stop. It. Stop it. Enough. That's enough. I'm sorry. I just can't stand royalty. Any Like it's just should not exist. Like we're, we're, we're good. No, well, come God on. did not make we, you- we can't we can't lose we can't lose our English listeners or our royal loving listeners. We just have to let it go. This is a comedy podcast, not an opinion podcast. Whatever. Our sympathies. Ay, you're right. But but can I just say that September 8th, 2022 will be one of the greatest days on Twitter. In maybe in history. Maybe in history. Like hit after hit after hit. Like it was truly like if the writer's room of life could have been picked from Twitter yesterday, like it was, it was truly one of the greatest days of, uh, of, of life. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. And where can the people find you, Cassandra? Don't you want to know what I'm throwing out? I'm so sorry. Don't you want to know? It affects you. Cassandra, what are you throwing out? This damn heat wave. Hell Yeah. God fucking damn it. Like, oh, it has been so hot in LA. It's just two weeks now, two weeks where like I'm taking my dog out at 630 in the morning and it's already 87 degrees. Like I can't take this dog to the dog park. I can't, she's a puppy. I can't take her to the dog park. I can't take her on like walks longer than like a half a mile because it's too fucking hot. I, People people are getting sick, getting mm-hmm. nauseous and yucked out because they're like walking in and out of this is okay. <laughs> this is how people in Arizona live. That's not my problem. That's your choice for living in Arizona. Mm-hmm. I don't live like this. Oh, it's been fucking terrible. It ends. I think it goes back to normal next week. Thank goodness. Yeah. But dude, fuck this. It's 
Yeah. Yeah. It, Southern California isn't supposed to be this hot. <laughs> Global warming is uh, coming at us and coming at us quick. All right. Now, where can the people find you? So sorry. They can find me at, at iconic Erica Curry on Instagram and at Gilly Gale on Twitter. Where can they find you? You can find me at Cass Cardenas on Instagram and Twitter. Find this podcast at Trashy Trashy Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. You can email us at Trashy Trashy Podcast uh, at gmail.com. You can find our website at Trashy Trashy Podcast.com. And um, leave us five-star review. It really helps us out and means a lot to us. And we love it. Send us an email. Tell us why you're trash. We love it when you guys send us stories. We just love interaction. And we love doing this for you. We love corrections. Listen, we get it. Sometimes we record late at night, early in the morning. My brain doesn't function. You just got to talk. And then sometimes you hear it in the edit and you go, damn, I said the wrong thing. You know what? I heard our, our Rhythm Nation movie that we talked about last week that we were thinking about creating has the same exact ending as Mars Attacks. We had no idea. We had no idea that we were both subliminally just describing Mars Attacks. Yes. By the time it was over. So these are things that we need to know because we are imperfect. Isn't that the whole point of this podcast that we and everyone in Florida are imperfect? If I, Can you imagine if we'd gone to studios with our Rhythm Nation movie and then just got laughed out of Hollywood for repitching, repitching Mars Attacks in 2022? Are you guys fucking stupid? Have you never heard of Jack Nicholson, Natalie Portman, Jack Black? Um, Who else is in that movie? A lot of really big people in that movie, actually. Like huge people in that movie. Yeah. 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 Well, it's time for me to reboot my my script, Queen Ralph. You know what the plot of Queen, you know, King Ralph was the the royal family all takes a photo and they all accidentally get electrocuted. And then this John Goodman's character is like a distant, distant, distant relative, and he's the only one. <laughs> wow. So he fun. gets promoted to king because they, yeah, they're all gonna take a photograph. Something happens, and so he's like just some you know, schlub in America, and they're like, um, you're the king now because so kind of feels like mr deeds i'm not familiar with the deeds franchises you don't know mr deeds is adam mr bean no adam sandler he like he's got like some distant uncle who like dies and leaves him like millions of dollars and all winona Ryder. look we could do this all day we love you baby trash cans we'll take this gotta get out of here glenn close pierce brosnan also in mars attacks danny devito hey Jack Nicholson plays two parts. He's Eddie Murphying it. He's Mike Myersing it. He plays the president and like some like sleazy gambler. It was like how he agreed to do the movies. He wanted to do both. We have to stop. <laughs> What's going on, girl? Stay garbage. You stay garbage, girl. I will. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.